Hi, good day everyone. I'm Simon Dawson, Senior Lecturer at Cardiff Metropolitan University. Welcome to my short interviews with industry specialists, where I ask how they got into their field of work, their essential skills that they use, and any advice they can offer to students during their studies or when they graduate. Today, I'm joined by Dale Jones, a BSc Honours Environmental Health graduate of Cardiff Met from 2019. Dale, welcome and thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me, Simon. Brilliant. So first, I'd just like to get you to uh, uh, talk about what have you done since graduating? So since I graduated last July, um, I've decided to start working for the NSF, the National Safety Federation. They, depending on the arm, they do have a different name. But um, what I work for is the Restaurant and Retail Auditing Inspection Services in the UK. Right. So they have a number of different customers, which I'm not going to name drop because I'm not entirely sure that I'm allowed to. Mm -hmm. But as an independent contractor, I investigate and audit under the Food Hygiene Rating Scheme and basic general manufacturing practices and procedures and a lot of other retail things that organisations want us to audit and inspect in their businesses. I see. So is this something you've always wanted to go into with this line of work? Um, I did fall into it a fair amount, but mostly just because it was one of the good opportunities that I saw after the degree. But I have a long background in working in kitchens. I've been a chef. I've been a line cook. I've supervised and audited food production environments, uh, manufacturing processes as well. So it's just something that through many years of experience and long standing in the industry that I just ended up in. And I do quite enjoy it. Fantastic. So do you think those those uh, skills that you've done outside of the degree have helped manage to get you the job in the first place? Yeah, absolutely. Um, people that work in the food industry sometimes can be a bit rough. They can be a bit challenging. Mm -hmm. So having a so having a good understanding of the, the varying different types of people that you're going to see, how to communicate with them, just a lot of the little sort of secret tips that you get shown in the in the kitchen trade of how to hide things in particular, because I, I've seen all the tricks. They, they, once they can understand and see that I'm a person who has come from a kitchen background and from a cooking background, they, mm -hmm. they don't even attempt to pull anything over my eyes. They just talk to me like <laughs> I'm just another line cook that they've have, they haven't seen yet, which is fantastic because I'm able to get that rapport with people that work in kitchens almost instantly. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I know these people I've worked with tens and tens of different kitchen people over my life and they're my people I can just walk up to them talk to them I don't feel awkward I don't feel irritated I don't have any sort of communication issues and it's just a really enjoyable experience. So what kind of essential skills then do you use on a regular basis I'm assuming communication is one of them is there any others? Um, communication is absolutely vital but also having an understanding of auditing processes because um, while in some auditing industries you might not be as much against the clock, I'm only contracted for a certain amount of hours when I audit workplaces. So having an understanding of what you need to audit, what you need to inspect, um, so like an understanding of the FHRS, less so the legal aspects within it, but what you just need to look at to ensure that you've audited a place to the standard that you're stating that it's going to be at. Right. Um, so skills like that are vital. So audit inspection, Communication, as always, is completely vital. And strangely, while I didn't really think of it um, when I originally started this particular role, having really good IT skills really pays off because you have to create reports while you're on site very quickly. Mm -hmm. So I get maybe 20 to 30 minutes to do like an extensive report on 
what I've audited and what I've inspected on that day. So having really good IT skills is very, very useful because you need to compile a report rapidly. Wow, I see. So if you, I mean, if you could go back a few years to when you were starting out at university and throughout university, what would you say to yourself? Whew, study more. I would imagine every student you've talked to so far may have said something about that, Simon, but um, <laughs> study more um, and build discipline on the studying. Um, I can always find motivation to study. I enjoy the subjects that I study, like everything within environmental health, even some things that I struggle with a lot more, like housing. Um, I enjoy studying that. There's still things about housing that I look at randomly that are academic now. So I've always got motivation, but discipline can be exceptionally hard. There are days where you don't want to study, but you need to keep that continual process of learning going. Because like uh, I've moved on to the master's level now, doing the occupational safety master's at Cardiff Met. And yeah, there's days in which I don't feel like studying, but I need to have that discipline. I need to sit down and try to study, even if it's only for an hour or two, simply because you have to keep that process going. It's very easy to lag behind in mm -hmm. studying very easy to come up to assessments and realize you don't understand what the assessments are about so if you don't have that fluency through studying then you just end up crashing and burning and so i would definitely say to a younger mr dale jones get the discipline because it comes in a lot more handily later on and i can also see how that would apply not just to an academic background but to more professional work in the future because there are going to be things that you're going to need to study while working and you need to set those times aside professionally to be able to do so while you're working. And a lot of the time, let's face it, when you're not working. Wow, yeah, that sounds really good, actually. So for our current students and anyone that's that's graduating at the moment, what would be your kind of advice to make them more attractive to employers? Ooh. See, I'd, I'd had to think about this question when, when I saw the list. And the one thing that I would always say is don't undersell yourself. I know a lot of students do this. I know a lot of other people do this. And a lot of it comes from confidence, especially when you're trying to bridge that gap between being someone who's just coming out of academia, having just done a degree and getting into the professional world through not just learning, but through other experiences you may have had. You will absolutely have essential skills and criteria for professional work that industries and businesses really want out of you. Mm -hmm. It's having a need to identify and understand that you have those skills or you have those skills to a degree. If you just sit down before you try and make a CV or you see a job posting and you want to, to make something to apply for that job posting, you might not see those things in one day, but you really need to think over a, a long few days or maybe a couple of weeks, what skills you have, what degree do you have those skills and don't undersell yourself on it. There are a lot of very valuable skills students have and use them. Because businesses, if you think about how you have a skill during a job interview, you understand it, you use STAR and all the other interviewing and job application methods and really concentrate and think about what your skills are, you will definitely be in the percentage of people that they want to see come back or get that job. Yes. Uh, I've spoken to a, a couple of other graduates of Cardiff Met now, and the, the term that comes up quite frequently is transferable skills. Yeah. I, I think... A lot of people forget that they've got all of these skills that they've developed while at university and other places, yeah. and they don't realise how transferable they are to different applications. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for a lot of degrees, I wouldn't know, but for the environmental health one, 
100%. Within environmental health, we have to study public health, housing, food law, health and safety, epidemiology. We study research and statistics as because it's a health science courses. There's so much about that course that when I really think back on it, I realize the amount that I now know. Like I understand things about um, rent, mortgages and housing issues within the UK that is specific to the UK. Mm. And you might not think that's actually something that's useful, but I've actually had that in lots of conversations with friends and other people that I know where they've mentioned something and I'm able to tell them why that exists or what they can do about that. And that's a really weird skill to have. But very useful at the same time, though. It's very, very useful because those are the you you can't always concentrate on the one thing. If you've got like a degree in accounting and you go off and use that degree in accounting, sure, that's fantastic. But there's going to be other aspects of the financial world because you're not just studying accounting that are going to be usable for you. And it's very much the same in environmental health. And I'd imagine it's the same in absolutely every degree. Look at the skills that you acquire. Um, I can talk to people about food law. I can talk to people about health and safety. And even statistics and understanding statistics in the conversation we had before you started recording, Simon. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I'm not the best at statistics, and many people will tell you that. I've got dyscalculia, so numbers are quite difficult for me. But I can still understand the patterns and see the differences and how people can measure things in wrong ways. And that is a very valuable talent to have as well. I'll say yes. Dale, it's been great talking to you today. It's, it was great when you were a student, and I'm really pleased that you're succeeding so well in your, in your life now, even so early on as well. So you've given us some great information as well to help with current students and those that are wanting to go into the industry as well. So thanks very much. Uh, take care, and I hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you, Simon. Have a good day. Thanks.